Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. It's Wednesday, June 22nd. It's trash day. <laughs> we had a Juneteenth holiday, so uh, my Tuesday trash day turned into a Wednesday trash day. And uh, ironically, um, thank God, because my neighbors um, <clears throat> had my dog sitter pick up their uh, Instacart delivery, <clears throat> and um, they had fish. She didn't see the fish at the bottom of the Instacart, so it was sitting in my hallway. There was an interesting smell when I came home. So, thank goodness for uh for Trash Day. Okay, let's get right into it. Yesterday's rally, I said that, um, let me look at my notes, that we would be up by about 200 points um, at the end of the day. That's probably healthy. Um, 700 points is not healthy. So um, it would have been better if we were just up 200 points. Um, one of the things that, that I was talking with a friend about was uh, the VIX. And the VIX uh, is going to be up. You Vixie is going to be up. Um, I'm pulling them back to Trader Pro right now as we speak. And the VIX is at 31. Um, I had said to her yesterday, hey, I think that the, the VIX is going to go down to 24, 25. I'm waiting for confirmation. Um, today, that VIX is up 3%. Fantastic trade she had. She wound up buying some. Um, it's at $16. I think she bought it 15, 10 or something like that. So <clears throat> she's making a great trade high five. Um, but Uvixi is going up. Um, I, that's your trade until we get some good catalyst news. There's nothing positive in the market right now. Um, one of the things that did go up yesterday was target and target announced, um, Brian, I forget his name, Conry or something. Uh, he's the CEO. Um, he had announced yesterday that uh, Target, he reiterated Target's second half uh, forecast that is expected to be very, very good. Um, you had a buy-in on Target June 16th uh, at 144. It's right at about 144 right now. It's 140, I'm sorry, 143.10. So you don't have to rush into this one. Um, kind of like I said, a lot of these uh, investable names, just wait. I don't think we've hit the bottom. Uh, I'm looking at the, the arcs down about 2% today. Um, CrowdStrike about 2%. Bitcoin, GBTC down about 7%. Um, ETHG up slightly. Uh, MPLX up slightly, uh, PanW down about 2%, Palantir down about 2%. That was up yesterday. Shopify down another 2%, Snow, Snowflake down another 2%, Square 2%. Um, so you're looking at probably a, a 2%, even Exxon uh, down 2%. Uh, 
Oxy down 4%. Devon Energy down 4%. It's given back everything from yesterday. If you want to, if you don't want to um, play in these specific names, the XLE um, has taken a fall. Uh, this one is way, way oversold. Uh, the RSI is at 31. Um, that MACD is super, super low. I don't know when it's going to turn around, but let's take a look at the daily. Did it hit um, the 200-day? No, the 200-day on the XLE is about 66. Um, you're trading at 76 right now. There's a significant volume shelf here. Let's pull it back to um, a fall of last year. Um, July 2021, and yeah, you've got a big shelf here between 75.97 and 77.55. Um, we broke down a little bit yesterday. Um, if we trade down, let's see where we are right now um, in pre-market. Uh, pre-market 73.78. Um, that's significantly down below that that volume shelf the next volume shelf looks like seventy dollars um if we break seventy dollars it the, the next volume shelf is 58 on the xle just in case you want to invest in this one uh, or in the energy space i me in particular i i, I think it, it is uh, crazy not to invest in this um, let's see where UCO, essentially what happened overnight is there, there's going to be a demand spike if the gas price, the gas tax holiday goes into effect. Um, there is not a lot of hope that this gas holiday kind of goes into effect because um, progressive Democrats feel like giving the, the tax holiday doesn't necessarily put it back in the consumer's pocket. It puts it into the oil company's pockets, um, and and they don't want to do that. So uh, they may actually join with Republicans, uh, believe it or not, and vote against a gas tax holiday. So that's your energy update. Uh, again, I continue to say Devon Energy, Fang. Um, let's look at Fang in the pre-market. Um, remember, they upped their dividend. So any pullback on this one, uh, it's at 127. Uh, the PE is 8.7. If I'm looking at Chevron, uh, their PE is 14. So why wouldn't you go with Bang at a, a PE of eight? It's great. Um, Tom had brought up Oasis. Their PE ratio is nine. Uh, their dividend is 1.68. Again, it's an Oasis Petroleum. I, I I don't know too much about this stock. I know Fang. Fang's a great one. Stephanie Link loves Fang. I love Fang. Um, I think Fang's a great play. Let's see if Fang is a buy on the algorithm. I doubt it. Um, I would wait for it to be a buy. Yeah, we just had a sell um, back on June 15th, last Thursday. So you had a sell. Uh, it, the, the MACD is significantly down. The RSI is at 37. Um, there's a volume shelf here at around 132, which is kind of providing a little bit of support. If I look at the daily on FANG, um, you're right at the 200 day. 200 day is providing you 
significant support. There is a gap um, down at 68 to 70, uh, along with a volume shelf down there. But we would have to break the largest volume shelf at 113. Um, 113 seems to have a, a, a pretty good volume shelf. I don't know that it's necessarily going to go down there. Um, that is would be below the 200-day. And Fang with just upping their numbers um, and, and their dividend. Uh, Schlumberger is a good one, too. Uh, SLB. Uh, this one up their dividend, getting hammered, had a sale on June 14th. Um, that MACD is super low. The RSI is at 32. Um, you know, again, with demand on oil going up, supply not necessarily catching up. Um, you know, governments are trying to do all that they can. So, uh, speaking of oil, um, one that I think you should, uh, you should, actually look at which has been beaten down is jets jets mac so this is a um airline u.s airline uh etf um and it, it trades significantly within a, a range of probably 16 to about 23 so uh, i do think you could see a two dollar move in this one um we might be in a recession uh, but Go to the airport. Flights are up. They're, they're, the, the problem that, that, that the airlines are having is they can't get enough pilots. So during COVID, they, they forced some retirements of some folks. Um, you know, if you take undo your retirement and you come back, you have to pay back some of your retirement stuff. There's a lot of uh, logistics around bringing pilots back. And so, uh, demand is up, flight flights are down. Like I said yesterday, American cut three smaller uh, routes um, out of their their uh, their route lineup. So three smaller airport airports are without any airline service. Um, but Jets had some unusual uh, options activity yesterday, according to one of the Nigerian brothers. Um, I like it here. Uh, it is. Probably going to spur a um, a MACD cross up here in the next couple of uh, candlesticks. Um, let's see what they're doing pre market. Uh, jets, jets pre market trading at sixteen seventy two. Trading that's what it closed at sixteen forty eight to sixteen thirty seven is what you're looking at. Uh, the fifty two week low, so you know, is fifteen eighty nine. That was set. June 17th, so five days ago, um, you're probably looking at a significantly down uh, down towards that bottom. I, I think if you get into the 15s today, I think that provides you some support to maybe buy it and look at uh, you know an $18 handle uh, within some, po- some t- point in time in the next six months. Um, again, 20%. If you can make 20% in six months, Pat yourself on the back. Um, and Jets, the airlines ain't going anywhere. They're not declaring bankruptcy. There's not issues. They're down again. Um, the staffing woes are, are basically killing them. Now, the airlines have done some shady stuff with returning to taxpayers and money and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, taking government buyouts that they did, um, you know, that were forgiven during uh, corona, 
But again, that was to save the airline. So uh, I'll invest in them. And, and Jets is a good way to do it. Um, one other uh, one that had some unusual activity is the high yield um, uh, iShares bond, high years cor- corporate bond uh, fund, HYG. Um, there were $68 puts um, on September expiration. So if, if you wanted to short this, you could. If you wanted to buy puts in September, you could. Um, they're thinking that this one continues to go down. Um, let's see. HYG. Put it into the algorithm. Uh, ooh, this is ugly. So you had a sale January, June 8th. Um, for a one percent gain on this one, and, but you've ridden on this one all the way down from eighty-seven down to seventy-four. Um, the MACD looks like it's crossing up today. The RSI is at thirty-six. This one's oversold as well. Uh, you know that that's unusual options activity. I don't know that you're looking for this one to bounce from seventy-four up to uh, what eighty. That'd be a big move in this one, a uh, huge move. I mean, it's moved all the way down, but um, just so you're aware, the algorithm loses you 3% on this. The uh, buying and holding over 1,000 candles loses you 9%. So there's 30 positions, 8 wins, 22 losses. The average win is 1.16. So you don't win a lot uh, on this one, but I wanted to bring it up. Um, Let's see. Snap had a big move yesterday, and it's probably on its way down today. Um, ironically, this is you're still in a buy on this one at 1283. Let's see. Let's see what Snap is doing in the pre-market. Snap in the pre-market 1260. So you're under uh what the algorithm says. Now, would I buy it? No. No freaking way. The uh the MACD's just floundering. The RSI's at 40 uh 41 right now. Um, I don't think there's any support in buying this one down here. Uh, everyone that's kind of owned it since um, January. Uh, let's see. The volume shelf is around 1328 to 1437. So you're in this no man land. Um, no man's land, I should say. Um, yeah, 1325. So that, that's the support. That's probably where it's going back to. You want to buy it? Have added Hoss. Um, <clears throat> the algorithm loses you fifty six percent versus buying and holding only loses you forty four percent. There were thirty positions taken within a, ca- a thousand candles. This is the big one. Average win was seventeen percent. Ten wins, twenty losses. The average loss is ten percent. So, if you want to buy it, my suggestion is put a five percent stop loss in there. Uh, if it goes down by 5%, you can almost be guaranteed it's going down by 10%. So save yourself 5%. You can buy it back. Uh, you can buy it back and and look to uh, maybe make one of those 17% gains. That would be my suggestion on that. Um, let's take a look. Do, 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 do. <clears throat> by the way, it was interesting to see what went up and what did not go up yesterday. Let me look on uh, Finviz because one that didn't go up was Facebook or IE Meta. Um, and 
problem is they continue to have problems with Apple um, and monetizing uh, their ad platform. It gets harder and harder as Apple puts in more privacy. And if you know about the smartphone business, I think Apple still is 40% of the world's uh, mobile device sales. Maybe it's lower than that. <clears throat> I haven't necessarily known it. But the, the DOJ stuff didn't even do anything to the stock yesterday. But what did was when Zuckerberg had kind of said, hey, we're, we're doing the meta platform and we're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, forward PE on this is 11. Um, let's look at the... Uh, uh, oh, oh. Um, sorry, I got fumbled there for a little bit. Delity was asking me for um additional security. Uh, oh, and now Trendspider's asking for additional thing. Interesting. Um, main algo. Let's look at Meta on. I I knew it was going to be a sell. Yeah, this is what I was trying to look for. Um is uh, the algo has you out as of June 10th. You had a 10%, uh, I'm sorry, 5% loss on that one. The algo loses you 28% on this. They're buying and holding loses you 32%. What's interesting about this one is you would think with such volatility, you would have big wins and big losses, but um, the average win is 4.65. The average loss is 4.12. So I don't think this is a good one to trade in the algorithm just because it probably trades within this um, crazy up, down, slight up and down. Now the RSI is at 29. You are at 157 on this one. Like I said, I think personally anything under 200 on this one is a buy long term. I, I just, I I can't believe that it's not a growth company still. It's at 11 uh, for the forward P. So uh, I think this one is a good one. Mullen came up yesterday in some discussions about a short squeeze. Um, the algorithm has you a buy at $1.31. Um, and that was just on um, June 17th, which was Friday. So Mullen at 131 with the short squeeze. Let's see where we're at. We're at $1.50. Um, there is no freaking way I put long-term money into this. If you have gains on this, take them. Buy them. You know, take your gains. Um, yeah, they're, they're extending the maturity of their secured covered convertible notes. Um, yeah. Now, there's an, a second article here on uh, Finviz. Forget Mullen Automotive stock and buy Canada's Mullen Group instead. Um, yeah. Be prepared to sell the Russell 2000. Interesting news articles when you go to Mullen. Uh, it's, it is a worthless company. Um, uh, Charlie from Zip Trader U had kind of gone over how it's uh, completely worthless. Um, and if you want to watch his videos, just kind of go back a couple weeks or so. Uh, I did watch um, Charlie's latest video from last night. Interesting in that a few weeks ago, he had, um, maybe a week ago, he had kind of gone over Revlon 
And for those of you that don't know, Revlon was rumored to be going bankrupt. And he kind of briefed on his morning brief at it when it was a dollar, um, a dollar something. Uh, this is trading at $8. So uh, he's had quite, quite the call on this one. Now, uh, even he admits last night, uh, this is not one to take lightly and to just buy and hold and pray. Um, it is similar to the Hertz situation, uh, whereas what happened with Hertz, one of my friends bought Hertz at like $5. It declared bankruptcy, went all the way down to a dollar. I think he sold it at like a dollar or something. Um, as Hertz wound up getting out of bankruptcy, the judge said, hey, shareholders, there's a lot of money within this bankruptcy because they're in protection. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to distribute money to the shareholders. Uh, and we're not going to wipe the stock out. We're just going to distribute money to the shareholders. And that made the stock go from like a dollar, uh, I think, to about 12 or $13. I think it wound up, um, let's see. HRTZ, I think, is the symbol. Now, nah, let's look at her. Um, let me look it up. As long as we're talking about Revlon, HTZ, sorry, <clears throat> the R shouldn't have been in there. Yeah, you're at $17 today. So, um, Revlon is an interesting one because it closed at six yesterday. It is getting major retail GameStop style um, uh, notifications. And high res, Charlie went over like three or four websites where it's huge. Um, the short interest is 38%. <clears throat> so, again, you went from last night at six up to eight. Uh, this is a brand name that a lot of people in the uh, makeup industry would probably want to buy. Uh, I, I think you've got a brand name. Here's, here's the uh, caveat here. Well, the, the, the <laughs> 10 day volume, 55 million shares on average over 10 days, 90 day volume, 6 million. So you are significantly, um, you know, volume, volume drives the price. Um, as long as we're talking about volume, um, we'll talk about spy just as an overall 3,800 is a key level. Uh, you closed yesterday at 37.64. If we hit 3,800, um, which we won't today, it looks like we're going to go down today. But 3,800 is a, uh, hey, sell the rally kind of thing. So it's closed, 37.64. Um, uh, there should be a stop at 3,500. So again, the SPY has 200 points down to go. Uh, which it would be a huge move. Um, that'd be another 8% down, something in that realm. Uh, if we break 3,500, 3,000 is where it's at. So, um, again, I say buy energy on its weakness. Uh, Apple, let's look at Apple. There's some support here um, in some of the Apple traders that I've read about. Uh, 115 is a key support level. Meaning, I think that brings it down to about a PE of 18 or so. Um, 
but 115 is the the dollar support. And, and again, if you have some crazy earnings stuff go on, uh, where Apple says, "Hey, China was shut down. Um, we're continuing to have supply chain issues." Blah blah blah. If they do that on their next call, um, expect 115 to be it. Uh, like I said, I probably will be rebalancing uh, some some of mine, taking some losses on some some uh, sales, and then balancing them out with Apple sales. Um, but that again is is kind of still to be determined. You did have a buy yesterday on the algorithm 135.86. You're trading at 133 today. Uh, it's down about two percent, uh, 1.66. So. Again, tech names like this, as long as you're in a downward trend, trade the trend. Um, the, the performance chart is uh, the algorithm makes you 40%. The um, buying and holding makes you 50%. The average win is 6.5%. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't look at these things as, oh my God, here's an opportunity. Um, but Again, that MACD move is not super strong when I look at it. When I look at the daily chart on this, um, yeah. Again, the market wants this at a PE of 17. Let's look at Apple's PE after yesterday. Um, after yesterday, their forward PE is 20. The PE is 22. You've still got some downside on this one. It wants it at 17. Um. What was interesting yesterday to Marriott, Hilton, uh, MAR is Marriott. Uh, their forward PE is 19. Um, Hilton, uh, HLT, which is a Bill Ackman favorite. Their forward PE is 20. Um, these two, along with the financials, went down yesterday. Uh, let's look at MAR and HLT and the algorithm. Um, You've just got a falling knife here. Oof. Marriott, their RSI is at 23. At some point, this becomes a buy. Um, not right now. Not right now. Even though you've got these peak to trough of, um, you know, again, the performance chart is 36% on the, uh, the algorithm, 69% buy and hold. I still think you have some downside. The average win on this one is 7.62%. So this is a good one to trade. Um, I see the last few as 1.3, 4%, gains. It's a decent one to trade. I, I, I wouldn't be afraid of trading this one. Uh, let's see MAR in this one. Oh, and by the way, um, Revlon up over $8 again. Uh, MAR is down. Uh, looks like 141.58 is where it closed. Um, you really don't have volume kind of pushing this one. Um, you've got a ex-dividend date of 513. You don't, earnings date is 8-1. So you don't have anything kind of pushing this one. I think it's just more economic. And their PE ratios are high. Uh, Hilton's PE ratio is 44. Um, the, the, the forward PE is 20. So they're expecting additional uh, earnings to bring down that P.E. ratio from 44, um, but still, even 20 forward earnings, uh, you want that around 17. Just kind of to explain kind of where it's going. Uh, I'd say if Hilton gets um, 
their 52-week low is 113. They're trading at 114. I think if you get this under 110, I'd buy it. It's got a dividend yield of 0.52. It's not horrible. It's not great. I'd rather have Devin. Um, again, Devin's under 60. I, I continue to say if you get to 57, close at 60, 56. Again, if you bought it under 60 and then sold it over 60 yesterday for your gains, you made some. In this market, take your gains. Um, PayPal was flat. Oh, let's look at XLF. Um, XLF, uh, yesterday, uh, it closed at 3138. Um, it was kind of flat on the session. Wasn't real big mover, but the financials, uh, again, this just as a, um, uh, a fund, this has a 2% dividend yield. Uh, I think it pays out at the end of the year. I think most of my XL, um, Sectors, sector funds pay out at the end of the year. 14% short interest, big short interest in a fund. Um, so, but it's trading at about $30.93. Uh, I like this one. I, I like financials. Um, I, I, again, rising interest rates, I think XLF is probably going to do fairly well. It's just one of those that gets killed. Um, one thing that, that I wanted to bring up that I didn't bring up yesterday is while we're having these moves, if you want to just trade the, uh, the SQQQ and TQQQ, I don't think that's a bad strategy. Um, let's look at SQQQ because is this still in a buy? Um, SQQQ is still in a buy. <laughs> you would have bought this June 9th at 47. And you'd be up 20% to 59 today. Wow. Uh, SQQQ in pre-market is at 61. Phew. Talk about calling it. Um, DVN, which is another short tool. This one's going to be way up today. Uh, DVN was a sell for a 9%. Um, the MACD is down. The RSI is at 29. Um, let's look at the volume on DVN. On Active Trader Pro. DVN, 15 million 10 day volume, 12 million 90 day volume. It's at 57. Wow. A day when everything's going down. Uh, or not DVN. What? Why am I doing Um, No. DRV. <clears throat> DRV is what I'm looking at. Yeah. Uh, 44. Is where you'd buy this one. Was I really in DVN? Um, no. Or no. Uh, DRV. What I'm looking for. Uh, DRV. Do, 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 do. DRV. Yeah, forty-four. With the buy-in on this one. Uh, you got the MACD crossing down. Um, let's see, DRV. DRV, you're at 58. Closed at 56 yesterday. It was down. Should have probably bought this one, knowing that today would be um, a short day. Uh, the support levels are at 55 on this. I think if you see it, go to 56. Um, at some point today, I think you take your profits, because again, that, that MACD is kind of going down. 
Um, it does have a 60 handle in it. Um, I believe in the next, you know, it, again, June 14th, it got up to 61.97. Um, so you've got 60 in this. If if you're in this, I, I'd say take your profits at about probably 58, which is where it's trading uh, in the pre-market. Um, maybe hold on for 60. You could absolutely do that. But TQQQ, let's see. Um, I know SQQQ was a buy. So TQQQ is not going to be. Yeah. You got a MACD cross-up going on. Um, I don't know that I'd trust it on this one, but, you know, uh, Tesla, <laughs> uh, I said yesterday, anything under 700, buy it. It is back under 700, 698.11. Um, the buy trigger yesterday uh, on Tesla on the algorithm at 727. Uh, I, again, I think you buy this one. Um, anywhere between 660 and 700. I think if you can get closer to the 660, you're you're in, more in luck. Um, Twitter uh, looks like Elon's pro. The market doesn't believe that this is going to be taken over, but you had a buy trigger yesterday at 3843. Um, you're at 3873 right now. So, um, I, I you know again this one Twitter. It's just floundering. The RSI doesn't indicate, hey, this is a great time to buy. But if he takes this over, say he buys this at, you know, not 54, but 45. I mean, he's going to have to pay a premium. There's no way that the board approves a, a lower price. They could always, you know, take him to court, make him pay. But if the funding isn't there, you know, he, he made mention, they, they, they said something strange on CNBC yesterday is, he did make mention that the funding may be in jeopardy. Well, if the funding's in jeopardy, he can get out by just paying his $1 billion and it's done. They couldn't sue him. So he can always get out that way. Um, today, oh, B-I-T-I. Take a look. I do not think it doesn't have enough for a 200 day since it just opened up yesterday. Um, Let's see where it's at. I don't even know if it trades in pre-market. Um, yeah, it's it's closed at 39 yesterday. Um, it, it floundered. They went all the way up from 38 to about 41. It is trading at 41 uh, in the pre-market. So BITI shorts. Uh, Bitcoin, haven't read up still on how it does it. My assumption is it does it based on an options play. Um, but I think that one's a good one. IMPP, uh, we talked about this one a lot. It's at 55 cents. It just crashed. Um, it's at 51 cents. Uh, yesterday, it kind of went all the way up to 57 cents and just kind of went down. It looks like this has lost some interest from the retail crowd. I think the retail crowd is more into Revlon right now, and you're at 819. This one continues to go up since I talked about it. We went from $8 up to $8.19. Um, started the podcast, it was at $7.08, $7.07, So you've gone all the way up to $8 on this one. Um, let's see, Qualcomm, you know, just the typical one. If you want to short, I think you could happily buy SPXU. Um, 
you know, it, I don't think that the market has a good catalyst in it. Is Putin pulling out of uh, Ukraine? Uh, the Saudis drilling more? Uh, is the U.S. putting more permits in? Uh, you know, does Biden have a plan for inflation? Uh, or Powell, I should say, because Powell's in charge of inflation. Um, are rates going to suddenly come back? I don't think so. Uh, by the way, a, a podcast favorite, Cleveland Cliffs, which I always say under 20, buy it. Um, interesting that it has crashed, absolutely crashed. The MACD is about to cross over. You're at 1676. Um, Let's look at the PE on this one. Uh, CLF is the symbol. Forward PE is four. PE is two. Um, Cleveland Cubs outpaces stock market gains, which you should know. That was on January uh, 17, June 17th. Um, we'll be looking to display strength as near next earnings release. Reports of $1.40 down. 4.11% prior year. The latest consensus calling for revenue of six, up 20% from the prior year. Um, recent changes to analyst estimates for Cleveland closely help to show the ever-changing nature of the near-term business trends. Uh, positive estimates revisions reflect analyst optimism about the companies. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Valuation is also important, so investors should note that Cleveland Close has a forward PE of 4.28. That represents a discount compared to the industry average of forward PE of 7.89. So, I again, Cleveland Cliffs, I think it's been unduly beaten up. That MACD looks like it's about to cross up um, in pre-market. Let's see where we're at in pre-market. This might be a good one to put some money into. $16. The 52-week low is $15.81. Back in uh, January 24th, the 10-day volume on this is 19 million versus 90-day 21 million. This has fallen out of love, and that's why it's getting beaten. If you see a 15 handle on this one today, I might put uh, $10,000 into this one. Just because do I think that it's going back down to 14? I, why? Why? Give me a reason why. Um, you know, again, January... Uh, Wolf Research, um, which seems to be the only one covering this recently, because November they initiated coverage with a $30 price target. Uh, January they downgraded it with a 23% price target. Dude, if I went from 16 to 23, I'd be perfectly happy. Goldman, uh, October, neutral to buy on Cleveland Clips from $26 to $24. The, the estimates on this one are crazy. The only ones that come close to where it is, uh, as far as price target, go back to January 21. Um, uh, yeah, November 2020, sorry, November 2020, Key Bank, uh, they went from uh, sector weight to overweight at $12. Um, Citigroup, or I'm sorry, not Citigroup, B. B Riley um, wants it at 16 to $13. That was back in October 19. So you're going back to pre-pandemic levels on this one. Um, and Zach's loves to write about Cleveland Cliffs. So, um, yeah, June, June 15th, 
it looks like uh, there was a Yahoo article. Um, they see uh, future cash flows and discounting them to present value. So, yeah, this is more um, fundamental stuff. I'll read through it, but Cleveland Cliffs, it's not a buy in the algorithm yet. Just beware. It is not a buy. That MACD is still not crossed up. So, have we hit a bottom? I don't know. It does look like when it goes from 1676 down to 16, uh, there could be some, some more downside. This is basically being brought down by the market. Um, earnings per share, $6.84. And, you know, it's continuing to go down to 1601. So, I like this one. I uh, thought I'd bring that up because I did see it yesterday. Uh, I think that's it. Again, short yourself. UVXY, UVXY is the play. Um, I think that VIX, which is at 31 right now, I think it wants to go to 34, 35. I, I you know, again, am I investing in this market? No, I'm trading it. Um, UVXY is a good one. Throw some money at it. But Cleveland Cliffs, boy, that one interests me. I'll do some more research into this one, but I do like the chart um, that I'm looking on TrendSpider. I'll kind of throw this one up if I look at it daily. Um, yeah, this looks like a beaten up name. Now, it looks like there absolutely could be more downside. That RSI is at 27, could go to 19. Last time it was this low, it went down to 25. Um, and it didn't, you know, again, it went from a 20 to a 23. Um, uh, which, Hey, I'd take 10% in this market. Um, if we go back here, we were at 25 on the RSI and it shot all the way up to 60 and you went, you from selling at 16 to 20 could be what we're looking at. Again, if you have a rally on this one, there is significant volume spikes in this where it looks like, you know, the, the, the price moves. So. Cleveland Cliffs, Uvixi, um, Revlon, I like those three to trade today. Jets, I like you to get into that one um, just because wait for a, a good entry point. Um, but I, I, I think Jets is a good one. Target, love Target. At these prices, I think Target's crazy not to buy. Um, you know, you're going to have these little pops. So Bitcoin, B-I-T-O is the short. I like that one too. So, talk to you tomorrow. See ya.